Today's episode of Motherfuck Lore is brought to you by the show's generous supporters on Patreon. Supporters like Gordon T. Hay. Listeners who are generous enough to support the show on Patreon get access to bonus content, discounts on art by Kirsten Shield, and a range for their bonuses. You can check it out at patreon.com forward slash Derek. And now, the show. From the Headstuff Podcast Network, welcome to Mother Folklore, podcast of words, Irish, Irish words, and words from Ireland. I am Darach O'Shea. I'm Geraldine McAvoy. And I'm Padraig Quivonic. And you're all very welcome to today's episode. Last week we had great fun talking about place names. And we're going to have even more fun on that same topic this week. We even got some feedback from listeners. Ding! Hi, Mother Fuckler. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, my name's Gary. I really enjoyed the podcast, full stop, but I particularly enjoyed uh, last week's about Luganum because it's a story I always tell about my own place name, Cap and Arrogate, which I love people trying to spell or people trying to pronounce who've never seen it before. They don't do it well. But it's Cap on Arrogate, the hill of the money, or the hill of the silver. Across the road from my house, there's a completely flat field. And all the surrounding fields are pretty flat. And there's one big hill in the middle of the field. Not big, but prominent. And there is the ruins of a monastery, maybe a couple of hundred meters away beside a river. And the lore goes that this monastery was being raided by... Vikings or Norsemen or someone, 8th, 9th, 10th century. Apparently, the monks took their silver, their valuables, their money, and they buried it in the middle of this field and built a hill over the top. So the place name is the Hill of the Money. I've taken a JCB to the Hill of the Money, and we went down about three meters and we couldn't find any money or any silver but that's where it comes from and yeah i, I think these look anima or look look whatever the plural is it's marvelous there's a, a whole lore and a story that just isn't there when you anglicize it yeah thank you and thank you for the podcast hi gary thanks a million for the cool story and for the confession to the crime of vandalism um yeah that's a that's a yikes bro uh but look what a great story absolutely fantastic and we've got more lug animnacha coming up today so hopefully we can get a a few more cool stories about the history of place names like that brilliant story about the the monks and the vikings and how the monks were like a hedge fund uh, and the vikings were like some brave redditors trying to take them down um but yeah um more lug animnacha send yours to us uh send us the story of, of any interesting place names in your area drop us a voice note like gary did and yeah let's do some more lug animnacha class am i going to get an official apology from the 2e for laughing at me for not knowing the word for beehive when i was actually looking for the word for apiary am i going to get one <laughs> on air <laughs> hold on a second you specifically said the yoke that you take out the honey from and like an apiary is several hives 
Yeah, but the boxes, are they not apiaries? No, the boxes are beehives. Or is it the whole establishment? The whole establishment's an apiary. Right, well, that was the word I was looking for. <laughs> the whole right. establishment, the collection of all of the various different beehives. Are they different? But they're they're all the same. They're just... Well, sorry, all of the discrete beehives then. All of the separate boxes. Okay, yeah. All right, that's the word I was looking for. But I think perhaps I had it mixed mm. up with the word for beehive. <laughs> so the... Um, and you find, obviously, the, the bees in one particular um, uh, hive would, would, would have a rivalry with the other bees who serve a different queen. They do different dances. That's like do their they- different languages. Do, do they really? Or are you just taking the piss out of me? Because I will believe you. Um, no, seriously. Do they? That's how bees, bees, bees communicate through dance. And every hive has a different dance. It's like an accent. I love bees. They're so cute. And what was your hive's dance? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that sounds a lot like the, the, the Mel Brooks' 2,000-year-old man sketch. Which is with Kyle Reiner. But anyway, that, I'm not, I won't bore you with old man stuff. Well, the past week we were talking. <laughs> it's amazing that like we were talking about beekeeping and then you decided to make it even more esoteric and, <laughs> and unknowable. <laughs> what could be more esoteric than EGOT winner Mel Brooks? But yes, um, anyway, last week we were talking about Kill and Quill and the very important significant differences here. This week we're going to talk another recurring feature in place names, which is Inish. But also Ilam. And also words that sound like Inish, but are different from Inish and mean something different from Inish. Are there Car- words that sound like Inish? Inch. That are not Inish. Oh, Inch. Well, I mean. Is Inch not usually it? just the anglicization of Inish, no? Yeah. Okay, yeah. but some. Not okay. Much. Significantly, though, and I saw this because there's like, in, there's, um, there's an inch, there's an inch in, in Cavan, and I was, or fairly deeply in land. I think there's a few, there's a few in, in Westmeath even, and they actually sometimes are going to refer to a meadow or a slightly raised area of, of grassy land as opposed to just an island. Which but is if what we're talking about the, because I did check on loganum.ie, which again, a great resource, and you can actually check the map. And I was, because we were checking earlier today for the most like inland version, as you said, Inch and uh, Inish and Ilan are island or isle. Um, and as far as I'm aware, and as far as I could tell from the map, the Inch or Inish in Cavan is actually in a lake. So it's like, it is an island within a lake. So... It passes the the it, it that passes the bar for for an island. Cavan has a lake for every day of the year. Yeah, Cavan is riddled with lakes. Is it? It's because of the dr- drumlins or some shit. I remember from yeah. even start joking through something about this basket of eggs. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I remember everyone that term. remembers <laughs> drumlins. And and you often find if you are passing through beautiful Cavan that you'll see a lot of um place names beginning with drum. Okay, I'm, and Monon too. So yeah, because it's full of ridges. And drumlins. Drumlins are like oxbow lakes. The education system made sure you knew fine well what an oxbow lake was, what a drumlin was, and that dolphins weren't fish. And they didn't give a fuck if you knew anything about double entry counting <laughs> or speaking multiple languages. Yeah, I think I could still probably draw you a very decent diagram of an oxbow lake and how it occurs, you know, river deposition, etc., etc. Um, oh, yeah. I, the only issue I have is um, I, I don't know any of these terms, Osberla. Oh, um, oh. I, I know Oxbow Lake. I know Oxbow Lake, but I mean, I know that like a uh, deposition, I think, is shielagging and erosion yeah. is crema. I think that's what they are, but I know what crema and shielagging are. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know how relevant geography is, how it comes up in everyday situations. Like, my, my biggest issue is the first time somebody mentioned freeze thaw action, um, I had no idea what they were talking about because I only knew it as Gwaelia. So, 
Yeah, I had a friend yeah. in college who um, was trying to talk about pathetic fallacy one time, but he was from uh, Coulee and when he went to school in Irish, so he didn't know the English word for pathetic fallacy. And he was trying to describe, because it was raining and it was a particularly sad day, he was trying to describe this to me in English and then just went, and I don't remember what it is in Irish, to my detriment. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, we were both trying to explain pathetic fallacy using two different languages at the same time, but just not having the shared terminology, which was fun in itself. Language, am I right? It was probably right. a, a beautiful moment. Yeah. yeah, it's probably something beautiful in Irish, because pathetic fallacy, it's prone to misunderstanding because we generally think of pathetic in its in its other sense, meaning, you know, like, that's just pathetic as opposed to referring to the process of, of pathy and sympathy yeah. and empathy. Yeah, so in Irish, it's it's philos mohiuk. Um, so a, a, a fallacy, a, a tangible fallacy, a fallacy that one feels, which is what you know pathos uh, means, and and the original meaning of pathetic. But yeah, but the original meaning of inish is is an island where you see inch, and you see it relating to um, like there are fields called inch in Wexford, mm. but they're all along the banks of the likes of the Slaney. They're all along the banks of rivers, and what would happen is they they would flood. And if there's a ridge in a field that floods, you get an Ilan. A temporary a temporary island in Ilan, yeah. an Inish. Yeah, this is why sometimes certain certain cranks would point to uh, environmental allegations that sea levels are rising. So how about all these places called island that are actually over land now? Ah, yeah, but that that leads us to a very important topic that I didn't think we'd be discussing today. But have you ever heard of shifted baseline syndrome? <laughs> no, 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 but I can guess what it means. Yeah, well, basically what it means is that when you start to treat a certain period in, in, in history as the way things should be. So things have changed since this point. So when we talk about climate change in Ireland and talk about like rejecting the ideas of, of uh, you know, water levels rising when we have historical examples of floodplains that are no longer floodplains and the likes. That's because we tend to think of either the start of recorded history or the start of the 20th century, or you name it, you pick a point in time and it's there. Like, we tend to think of Ireland, pristine, untouched Ireland, that that would be rolling green fields and stone walls and things like that. And that ignores the fact that prior to the medieval age, Ireland was fucking covered in trees. Mm-hmm. Like, it was easier for people. The reason that, like, uh, Irish settlers from the northern part of the island settled in Scotland was it was easier to take a nine-mile boat ride over to southern Scotland than it would have been to walk to Wicklow or Dublin or or even Drogheda or Dundalk. So if you were living on the north coast of Antrim, Ireland was far too covered in forests and, and impassable. So shifted baseline syndrome means that you think of the pristine Ireland of the 1940s and the 1950s and you think, oh, that's the way it should be and climate change is is affecting that and that's terrible. But actually, Ireland has a much, much, much uh, more complex and, and, and really difficult to manage uh, environmental and geographical history. So basically those cranks can go and do one, jog on, because mm-hmm. <laughs> your relationship to floodplains and flooding is very poorly informed uh, in a nutshell. We really don't have much idea uh, why a certain place that hasn't flooded in a thousand years is called Inch. Uh, but there's probably a reason that's related to how a particular river flowed at that particular time, maybe before we got our hands on them and started damming and diverting and uh, and doing all sorts of shenanigans. 
It is a really wonderful. I used to live in a city in uh, Finland called Turku or Obo uh, in Swedish. And it's so Finland is um, interesting in the sense that so it's not that long in terms of geological time since the like glaciers melted. So it's actually still rising somewhat that the land is rising upward and you can see very clearly um, the timeline of that. So I used to live right next to the, this big cathedral in Turku, um, really noted cathedral, which is if I can find from uh, like the 12th century um, and on it. So it's it's like it's probably three or four kilometers away from the harbour where I also used to work, which the, the ferries from, from Sweden would come and go. But at the where the cathedral is, so it's not that old in terms of like if you, we think about castles in Ireland, it's not as old as those castles um, or some of the other settlements we have. But on the steps, so there's these massive steps up to it, and on the very top of the steps, there's these big old like metal ring, and what that ring was was where the ships would tie on because the the water used to be right up there. There's a river in the town now, right next to it, um, but you can see how far the 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 water has receded because the rising has happened. So you can see the geological time and the passing of time is still happening really clearly. And if you look down at the at the harbour, there is a castle and this castle is on a big kind of like massive hill. And when you go and view the castle, they show you where it used to be a moat right around it, like in the middle of a sea, it was an island. Um, but now it's part of the 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 mainland um, so that's still being reclaimed by by the lift from, from glacial melt, which is... Um, Again, uh, Finland is a. I'm, I'm excited to talk about islands today because Finland is one of the like the largest archipelagos in in Europe. There's like seventy thousand islands in in Finland, and I always have the discussion mm. of like, what's an island? Because like you can have like little bitty rocks that have one tree on them. Like you know, they're not all inhabited, obviously, because there's so fucking many of them. Um, but um, you can see very clearly the passage of time in a way that might not be so visible in Ireland because just because of the dramatic nature of it and the more I suppose, recent nature of it um, here in Finland. That's pretty badass. Yeah, it's really cool, yeah. There's a, an observatory tower as well, and uh, if you walk up to the observatory tower, they have little, like, stone markers to show you where the, uh, what do you call it, sea level was however many years ago. It's very cool. Would recommend, if anyone ever visits Finland, would recommend a visit to Turku. It's a lovely city. You know what my, you know my favourite uh, inch or inish place name is in, uh, in, in, in Ireland? Uh, it's Inch Island, mm. which is in uh, Luxwilly. Oh, yeah. Um, Kunde, Kunde um, and of course, it's not Inch, it's Inch Island. The name of the island is Inch Island, which means, of course, Island Island. Which is Nan Red Chai Tea. That's what that yeah. is, which is like, wonderful. The, the Sahara Desert. Sahara is Arabic for desert and the... Um, the Gobi Desert is that's Mongolian for desert. Yeah, so it's the, so. the Gobi Desert, the Sahara Desert. UCD Dublin is my favourite. Lads, get it together. <laughs> UCD yeah, for you. That's fucking UCD for you. It's University College Dublin, comma, Dublin. So good they named it twice, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Minute. I don't know what you're on. Yeah, so so yeah, it is. It's like it's like naan bread or chai tea. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as distinct from a chai latte, which is different. Nothing. Just lovely something. though. I love it? I love a chai latte. It's all spicy. <laughs> so it's not a one of my favorites. I have a few favorite like um, Inish names which I really enjoy. Uh, one of which is we've mentioned in the podcast before when we were talking about Peg Inish Vicalon. Fun to say. Yeah, that is yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah fun to say but it's the, the actual uh, meaning of or the act of what 
where Inishvik Longat's name is 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 a point of debate. Sometimes place names have are debated. There's a, a couple of different theories, and we were, we were talking about this. This is again some information that was handily available on loganum.ie. That there are some people who thought that Inish Vikalon was meant Phelan's Island, or oh. some people say it's the island of the small cell. Inish Vikalon, oh, yeah. yeah, I suppose. Then, yeah, that's possible. And then the Isle, uh, the Isle of the Sun of the Island, Inish Vikalon. Oh yeah. yeah, but it's. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, but this is the thing. This is because, because you know, I mean, um, as I would often people say, well, what, what, what was it called back in the day? You know, how do you spell that? And you don't. You don't. People, <laughs> people who would have been calling it Inishvik Lon would have been just saying the words. And you know, I'm not saying it wasn't much to write home about. But people obviously weren't writing stuff down about Inishvik Lon. You look at the actual loganum.e records, and you'll see all these wacky spellings of it by um, a presumably British Ordnance Survey officers who were coming through Corcovini on their way <laughs> to, to see and place names in in Kerry as we've discussed before are often ha- were hampered by the fact that there was um, certain um, what's, what's, what's the word I'm looking for um, uh, conflicts of interest Canmara River famously not being a river but now being named so so a local lord could have private fishing rights on it and mm. people were just you know pointing at things and saying you can't just name it whatever you like here beside the tranquil Kenmare River you can ease down to the pace of a life in which the motor car is still a welcome sight. But yeah, so Inishviglana, this is, however, there was this um, news report said that one of the, the affectionate, there was another theory, which is there was a guy called Gilla Mac Ilan, who was the king of Corcolina in 1040 AD. This is Machivlan. Machivlan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a little bit more realistic, like, you know, that it, it comes from a local chieftain. Mm-hmm. And then, but then some people say that it's now affectionately known as Ilan Hai. Yeah, I think it may have been when they first purchased the the island. Yeah, there's there's no doubt. Like, because uh, it was kind of high profile that, you know, Charlie Hai had, you know, had bought an island. Like the leader yeah. of a country had bought an island off the coast of that country. Absolutely not sus in the slightest. Like, no... No shades of of Central American banana republics in nineteen eighties <laughs> American movies about them. Like no, none of that, mm. none of that. It was perfectly legitimate, of course, that the leader of a country could buy an island in that country. Um, I love uh, that. I love that he bought an <laughs> island in order to sort of feel like he was more connected to the local people. So he bought a fucking island and named it after himself, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> if you had the means, if you had the means, would you not buy an island in the Gaelic? I might buy a house in the Guelph Factor. I don't know if I'd buy a fucking island. Like, sorry, did you read? Did anyone read um, After the Silence? Yeah. (laughs) Isn't it brilliant? Don't do it. They don't like it. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think I'd know how to be rich. Like, I think I'd just be like, oh... Will we get takeaway again? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get the air conditioning fixed in my car, so then it just wouldn't be cold all the time. It's always cold in my car. It's either too cold or just blasting hot. Like you know, you d- is this your car that's sitting at home in Ireland? Like? Yeah, the car. That's Jesus, because you wouldn't want the you wouldn't want the air conditioning not working in Finland. No, well, winter. no, I'm not brave enough to drive because it's, it's a whole different ballgame. Wrong side of the road, and you know, snow and shit. So. Wrong side of the road, snow. snowing, and also there's fins on the road. I had left it so long between getting my provisional license and my full license that I had to do the twelve mandatory lessons. Which I mean, I say had to. Like I'm glad I did them because somebody who knows what to do and taught me how to drive, you know, taught me how to do a roundabout. Which now that I know how to drive, 
So a lot of people didn't. No, a lot of people did not learn how to use a fucking roundabout. <laughs> are, are you fucking kidding me? Do you see people in roundabouts like I me? Mean, like, do you do you walk through a door like that? As bad as that? Because I do not want to be standing behind you walking through a fucking door if you can't indicate in a fucking roundabout. Sorry. I can't believe uh, roundabouts was what made Pod Dad break bad. I've never heard him. I've never heard him swear that much in such a short succession. I feel. I've got to, I've got to find some pearls to clutch. That was <laughs> okay. So this thing, he's about this to tell us he's going to turn this car around, <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be no McDonald's for anyone. There's something I noticed there when I was having a look at, at doing some research, and this is more the, on the Elan side of things. There are three places in Ireland called Ladies Island, but mm-hmm. they Which have lady? three different names in what, Irish. What lady? We talking about specifically? Specifically, in, in in, I'll tell you now. It's, oh, herself. So there's um, there's Ilan Namwan Ushla in Kiri. Okay. Ilan, yeah, Ladies Island. I get ladies yeah, as in plural. Ilan Namna Ushla in Mayo. That would be yeah. one Ladies Island. Yeah. And then Ilan Wera. And, and that would herself. be one specific lady yeah. in that's herself. That's, yeah. And that's the most our lady. Yeah. Our She's lady. affectionately known. So I was thinking, like, because um, I um, my cousins in Kerry run a wonderful spot in the in Clarny National Park called Ladies View. It uh, has a beautiful view of the the lakes, Clarny's lakes, and hi to all the O'Shea's in Ladies View. What up? <laughs> Um, it's absolutely you should if you're in Clarence National Park you should definitely stop there and buy some merchandise and get a cup of coffee or a cup of tea but not uh, if you've a Dublin reg because you're out we'll of stop you because you're out hey we're all friends but I was just wondering like it, it, is the lady different in these contexts obviously our lady in Wexford but is it, it yeah. could, could it be a case that like did, was, did a lady own this this island or were there lots of fine ladies in this island or what was Might going on been fine looking women on the island huh ladies all out there on the island oh all the single ladies islands. Um, the, yeah, so obviously, like, places in Ireland got named at various different points in time. And some places have names that superseded older names. And, and anything that would have, like, uh, Ridera or Ban Usel or Mana Ushla or that sort of thing, that, that comes from a time when the Norman ascendancy were naming things after themselves. Um uh, and anything older than that, anything that would that would sort of say like like Ilan Wira obviously means it means Our Lady's Island. It means the Mary, the Mother of God. So that's a, a site of pilgrimage or a site that that's that's holy. Um, so yeah, there's there's loads of different, and I think it's kind of uh, the translation leads to oversimplification. Mm-hmm. Just this idea that well, they must all mean the same thing. It's not always the case. It's definitely not always the case. Um, sort of is with Inch and Inish. Uh, they do mean the same thing and Ilan as well. But it's interesting if something is, is named Ilan rather than Inish, I'm always very curious about that because Inish uh, is is by far the more preferred one. Mm. There's there's hundreds of Inish uh, around the country, even though Ilan is the is the more common term in modern Irish. Yeah. Inish was the poetic one and it's the it's the one that's preferred in, in giving a place a name. Mm. I don't think there are any islands off the coast of Ireland that are known as Ilan, such and such, mm. uh, but there's loads mm. of like, Inishmore, Inishmian. Um, yeah, but an islander is, would be an uh, Ilanach. An Talanach, yeah. yeah. An Talanach. islander is 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 an Ilanach, um, uh, or if you're from Connemara, an Ilanach. But um, uh, it just depends on what syllable you stress. Um, but yeah, yeah. It, just when it comes to the place names, um, the more poetic Inish is is. But you'd never say to Magul 
Erin Inish, the Magulis Jacker in the lawn. Inish, mm. I think. And funnily enough. In, in modern Irish, would describe a particular place. Like that's, you're talking about a particular place, not a generic island or the island, as in physically heading out to an island or heading into an island, as we discussed on the Peg episode. Yeah, exactly. You do always go into the island, yeah. never go out to the island. Yeah. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite place names, um, and actually it's a geographical term as well to bring the conversation right back around to everything I learned under Sir Canigonal in uh, Colossigillian. Um, Lehinish. Uh, Lehinch in County Clare is mm-hmm. Lehinish. And Lehinish, of course, any um, geography student who studied through Gaelga would know is the Irish for um, a peninsula. And I love it because it just means Lehinish. like half an island. Love that. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <gasps> That's way better than English, man. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's, even, not a, it's not a full island, like, there's a bit still stuck onto the mainland. It's nearly an island. It's <laughs> nearly an island. Pen- Peninsula is just, it, I, it's one of those words that people like it because it almost sounds rude. It's yeah. not a proper word, like peninsula. You're just people saying it in the hope that someone will have a stammer and we'll have a good laugh. It's like dastardly. <laughs> or Horlicks. Or Horlicks. Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, my friends, and welcome to That's Banging with me, Marcus O'Lara. And me, Chris Mellon. A new podcast celebrating everything good from farm to plate, ship to service, and field and fork. A celebration of everything tasty, fresh, and excellent that's coming off our island at the moment. As well as interviews with people who are shaping the best of the best of food and drink from around the country. Episodes are out fortnightly on the Head Stuff Podcast Network. But speaking of. of the poetic nature of, of Inish is also featured in probably one of one of Ireland's most famous poems, um, uh, W.B. Yeats' poem, uh, The Lake Isle of Inish Free. Um, and that is a lovely poem. And I've discussed my feelings about W.B. Yeats on this podcast before. If you'll recall, I think he had wet hands. Um, <laughs> and yeah, a general near And a weak handshake. A weak, yeah. a slobbery oh, handshake. Oh, you know? monkey balls, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But he did, he listened, he wrote a good poem. You have to hand that to him, you know. I mean, occasionally a creepy poem, more than, more than occasionally. But um, uh, a grand poem about uh, the Lake Isle of Inishree, which is lovely. Um, a lovely poem, uh, very nice. And it was an answer on, or a question on University Challenge a few weeks ago. And I got very excited because I got oh. the answer right. <gasps> I love that, those days when you get one right yep. on uh, University Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> All of those, I mean, all of those like weird nerds who like, like in terms of education, like I'm higher on the rank than them, but I don't know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, who are these <laughs> freaks? You know, uh, I used to live with a girl who's like, oh, you must love University Challenge. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. And she was like, what? <laughs> I'm, watch, I'm watching a lot of Jeopardy on Netflix because oh, yeah. it's such a good quiz show. And like I'm, I'm killing it on Jeopardy. I'm, I'm like every now and then I'm just, I'm absolutely, I'm clearing categories. I'm absolutely deadly. And then something comes up that's like, uh, uh, you know, we'll name the counties and you have to name the states. And I'm like, oh, that's it. I'm out. Did you not? Shit. Did you learn nothing? <laughs> Local from, knowledge. From did you learn from John King? <laughs> yeah, John King spent a week educating the whole of Ireland to Erie, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, and here you are letting him down. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm obviously better since John King enlightened me as to the. The political proclivities of um, uh, of Putnam County, New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I haven't started watching Jeopardy. I might do actually because yeah, that's real good. Because yeah. I mean, it's it's the episodes obviously with Alex Trebek who yeah. unfortunately passed away recently, and he's such a good quiz master. Yeah, I had uh, I listened to a podcast Megan who was um, on with yourself and myself, Father. Uh, she did an episode with a woman who wrote a book about the use of I can't remember her name now about the use of the word like, and she was a question on Jeopardy, which must be like for anybody like like top tier like you know you've made it like if you get to be a question on University Challenge or uh, on Jeopardy I think that's it you've made it life goals do you think they'll ever put us on University Challenge I don't know I think there's more likely that one of us will be featured on Crime Line yeah. <laughs> I do remember once that um once I was, Derek I was has trapped another driver or something. Yeah. I, I was shouting at the screen <laughs> Murder because at the roundabout because Paxman, you know, as pa- Paxman's like he loves he was bullying the nerd guys because he has a weird flirting style with the yeah, kind of the, 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 the one or two girls that are allowed on and you're all kind of oh, I'll make you a mixtape or something and <laughs> he's really odd. But once once a person he's talking about what do you which which American president has a name that comes from the Gaelic meaning an ugly head and the person says oh, I don't know Bush he goes oh, it's Kennedy it's like that's not what Kennedy means you fucker <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not like other tans heading you <laughs> I enjoy when he gives them shit for getting like it's a round on video games and they'll get it all right and he gives them shit for it like the purpose of yeah. him being here Jeremy is to get the questions <laughs> right <laughs> and he's like have you nothing better to do clearly they're doing all of the things. <laughs> I mean, clearly, no, I'm on University <laughs> Challenge. Of course I have nothing better to do. I mean, I have a thesis to write, yeah. Yeah. but that's not going to happen anytime soon. Back in the 70s, it was like University Challenge was widely seen to be basically class warfare on screen because people watched it to see these people from these kind of little Welsh red brick camp- campuses, um, you know, slap around these Oxford boys. And that was basically, that was the blood sport that University Challenge used to be. But that seems to be have completely fallen by the wayside. Are you saying they should never have let the poor into Oxford? Today? No, the, I'm uh, saying... Is that the argument here? <laughs> on, on the other way around, I'm saying possibly that maybe um, university is less accessible than it was in the 80s. In I want yeah, University well, Jesus, Challenge. Anyway, yeah. I want the final of University Challenge to just be a bare knuckle boxing. You know, they can't do it now because they are, you know, taking coronavirus regulation seriously. Uh, but uh, maybe next season they'll uh, do just fight to the death at the end, you know, Game of Thrones a- style. This was part of a, that was part of a Young Ones uh, bit at one stage, wasn't it? You remember yeah. the Young Ones? I do um, remember the Young Ones. It hasn't Rick aged Mayle well, but that particular sketch is, was good because they had, whatever, like, Toff College versus, was a Scumbag College or something? Something like that. Yeah. The, my, the funniest thing about it was, you know the way when you're watching it on the telly and they show, like, one row of students above the other? Yeah. Uh, but in the young ones they actually built a set where one set of desks is above the other so the character Vivian punches his way down <laughs> <laughs> through the floor of one set of, of, of desks down to the other to beat someone up it took a long time for me to realise I'm sure with a lot of people that they weren't stacked on top of one another they look like they are they do it very yeah. seamlessly Elons yeah Elon. okay Elons <laughs> so any any other favourite islands named Tory Island is, is just Tory Oscalga Am I right? Or well, well, yeah, Tory, yeah, or so, Elon Hori, I suppose. Is it, yeah. is it, is it that it, Tory island? It's just, just listed as Tory, and yeah. you know, and this is this is a controversial one, but I suppose not so much controversial that, that this is another one where it's debated, and that is it the Tower of the King, Tory, or is it Tory meaning, you know, a Tory, or a hunter, or a bandit, or, or just something else entirely? Or somebody who thinks that poor people should starve. No, is that well, Bal- <laughs> well, Balor lived there. He was a massive Tory. There you are now. Maybe that's who it's referring to. 
look, the word Tory, it comes from, like, you know, it comes from Tory, like a, a bandit, an mm-hmm. outlaw. Um, historically, was Tory, like, on, on, on Talon, uh, Ilan Hori, was that ever known as Ilan Hori? It, it could have been, absolutely, but that could just be sort of, um, you know, sort of backwards. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Where you sort of retrospectively back trying formation. to sign. Back formation. That could be that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's more likely that, like, um, you know, Tory is, 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 look, who knows? It could have been an old tower belonging to an old king, and it just so happened that the island is perfect for outlaws and bandits to hide away from the crown authorities. It could be just a happy coincidence. You'd have to be going out a fair bit now. I mean, it's not... It's not swimmable. No, it's 14 and a half kilometers, but you're yeah. what self-respecting Tory didn't have a boat. <laughs> Fair. Like, you know, if you want to actually be a Tory, as in a bandit, as in a bandit, there, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, if you want to be a Tory, as in... You have to have yacht. You have to have yacht, yeah. yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a, a humble curruck won't suffice. <laughs> Any other favourite island names? Uh, I like Antarctica. And a shark before. sounds like Shark oh, Island, but it's actually yeah, Peglet Island. That's yeah, right. cute, though. That's mm-hmm. cute, like, yeah. Um, I like islands that have uh, place names that sort of are are in keeping with the maritime history of the area, like uh, on, 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 on Vlaskid, on Vlaskid mm. um, more, um, the Vlaskid Islands. That's I think that's Old Norse, actually, originally. Mm. Um, I love that. Which is, which is pretty cool. Um, and uh, on, on Tirucht, probably my favourite island off the coast of Ireland. I've never been there, but it would be a, a lifelong goal of mine to go there. On Tirucht, the most westerly point on the European continent. Um, it's a big rock sticking up out of the sea on the western edge of the Blasket Islands. And there's a lighthouse on it. And of course, nobody, nobody goes on it anymore because the lighthouses are all automated. But there's a helipad on, on Tirucht. And occasionally... Some brave book from Dun Huin might take a Nivog out as far as uh, Ontario, but it's one hell of a it's one hell of a trek out there. Like, but I, yeah, that, that's a, just a I like I like that name Ontario, yeah. the the westerly, the most westerly, like the. That's, and, that's, do you know that's what it is? It is what it is. I love that. It is. <laughs> we said last week about look at them. Um, they're much better in Irish because you know what is it? West. There it is. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That's all you need to know about it. How far do you go? Keep going west until you can go no further, you know. Um, and I like that. But I like there's something about, I think, the West Coast Islands, particularly just like how fucking inaccessible they are. Like I, there's something I would romanticize that a little bit, just like how, you know, you really wanted to get out there or get back in. You know, you, you'd want to be stuck there kind of um, because you're not getting back in anytime soon. And it depends. Like if you go to go back in the before times, you can take a tour around Skelligvickel and it's very popular um, since Star Wars. But like um, uh, uh, many times I've planned to go with my, my other half, who's a big Star Wars fan. Um, but you like when you look for like a, a trip out there, they're like, well, you know, it depends on the weather. And, you know, it depends. So you might get down and book your tickets and then realize you can't go. So it's it's sort of a, I, I like that sort of old world era it depends on the weather we might not get you out there which doesn't really apply in a lot of places and a lot of like uh, sightseeing that much anymore in Ireland you know you can always go to Dublin Castle even if it's pissing rain you can still go mm. but especially if it's pissing rain yeah exactly <laughs> um, <laughs> what else are you going to do if it's pissing rain but if you want to head out to the Iron Islands and not die not like literally spew your rig on a boat that you get strapped into um, you have to wait for a good day for that um, 
And I think because uh, I find that uh, there's something about I get really seasick um, and I used to work on a ferry cleaning um, and I get really, really seasick. So I used to have to wear these bracelets. I don't know if they work or not, but it's a placebo effect. Um, and my partner always thinks it's really strange because he's like, you're from an island. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But the sea off the coast of Ireland, we're not supposed to leave the island, you know, it's really you're dangerous. You're from to an leave. island, he says. Well, I am from an island. But like, nah. Come on, it ah. is an island. Don't say it's not an island. It's an island. Well, well I mean, I'm from Leash, but like, it's the most inland you can get. So, I mean, inland no, that, that, is, you know, they're strange like saying, to me. It's like saying America is an island. It's no, it's not. not. <laughs> it's no, it's not. not. It's really not. No, and I, I mean, I think if you're from, if someone's from an island, they can see the sea at both windows in their house. No. Well, no. Sorry, so wait, wait a minute. It stops being an island the minute it's what? more than 40 metres long on a foggy day. Like so the people of Medina if in, like, in Malta if someone, are not from an yeah. island. If, if, <laughs> yeah. the, if, if your defining personality characteristic is being from an island, if it's the first thing someone says about you when you're, you know, like, I would say, you know, you're from a small island. Because, I mean, being from a big island is you're from just a country that, that has big. sea. Most, most countries <laughs> yeah. are surrounded by sea. Uh, Ireland, no. you mean? No, even when you say most countries are surrounded by sea, that is categorically not true. <laughs> are you talking about landlocked countries? I don't care about them. Yeah, but even that's that defies it. What do you think an island is, Derek? Do you think the people of Croatia are an island? Like but they're no. not. Listen, I mean, China is notoriously surrounded by sea. If, what are if, you, if, you, if, if I was if I was to say to somebody, listen, oh, you'll you'll understand this because you're from an island. If that's the sentence, if that's the lead-in, that, if that's the context in which an island is being referred to, it changes I, I, it not being like suddenly, suddenly Britain and Ireland aren't islands in that context anymore. Do you not think we I, I have an know. island mentality? We definitely have an island mentality. Do you think? Well, I'm so confused. What do you think an island is? Like, I would suggest, like, if you were to say, like, I think you'll understand this because you're from an island, that does apply to Ireland. It doesn't apply to, say, Australia. Yeah. Are you talking about like in terms of the the geopolitical context of like not of our politics not being defined by a land border because that is something that, that I think a land border is a big part of our kind of actual uh, political or psychological makeup. Listen, I well, see no land second. border. Hang on. A second. Hang on. Uh, what land border? But even if <laughs> I'm not even I'm not touching that with a barge pole. <laughs> you can you can you can see the land border, you can accept the land border or you cannot. But let's say even if there is a land border, there are islands that are definitely islands that are understood to be islands that have borders on them. Like um, New Guinea is an island and half of it is Papua New Guinea and the other half is what Indonesia. Like you know, that, that's an island. Like the, the Dominican Republic and Haiti yeah. share an island. Mm-hmm. Hispaniola is an island and there are two countries on it, land border. Okay, I'm, I'm referring specifically to Lasse's comment that garaging I just want to, to be right, basically. <laughs> no. I just want to be, what way can we rework this now that I'm right? <laughs> that that I, Ireland is not an island. Ireland is clearly an island. It's a physically I'll, an I'll island. I'll bring him in here and you can tell him to his face that Ireland is not, Ireland okay, is not an island. Listen. He's going to laugh at you. That's we're, what we're, he's going to do. It's actually a peninsula. It's a lehenish. <laughs> like, we're no one's peninsula. Anyway. Ireland is a small island off the coast of Ackle. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can I enjoy that. that. Yeah, and, it, and I think it's the same way. If, if someone said like, "Oh, you'll understand this because you're from a port," that would suggest that so they're somehow involved in in port activities. No, no, it would suggest that they're from a port. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I think we've dragged this this point out no, long we're, enough. We're, we need to 
don't know. I just admit I'm wrong then. I just admit I'm wrong then. Well, that, well, that yeah. killed the matter. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that allows 100% us to move on. 100% correct. That's fine. That's great. Okay. Well done. Well done for being the bigger man and driving away right over the roundabout. <laughs> You know, what my inter- other, you know what my other favorite island place name is? Uh, and I love these ones where there's no evident island anymore. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it, it obviously refers to something that was once. And I and I don't just mean, like, fields called Inch or anything like that. But Inish, Cundé and Chlor, um, that was originally, like, Ennis in County Clare, that was originally a monastery built on an island in the middle of a river. Like, they, the monks diverted the river Fergus and it created an island and they built a monastery on it. So, um we have Inish Cunnachlor or Island Bridge Island Bridge in Dublin um, it's not immediately evident where the island in Island Bridge is but it's Drihid Nahinche and it's there it's a bridge going over uh, to an island and uh, yeah that's that's. I think that's really cool I love I love that Luganamnacha place names can give an immediate and evident example of what the area was at one stage that snapshot from history which is really good. Like, it's really good. And it's really good at sort of combating that shifted baseline syndrome of thinking that, mm-hmm. like, life began in the 1950s and that's what we should get back to because that's just bullshit. Yeah. Horseshit. Okay. And before we wrap up, is anyone enjoying any Irish language or Irish language adjacent content you'd like to tell our listeners about? Um, I actually, uh, as a New Year's resolution, decided I was going to kind of engage with more Irish language content because um, I was just kind of worried that I was getting out of it a little bit um, and trying to make sure to not just listen to Irish voices, but also listen to women. Because, again, we've discussed my feelings about men and uh, there's too many men in this podcast. Uh, so I started about, listening to... About two too many, to be honest with you. <laughs> I started listening to um, Goyle Gal, the Goyle Gal podcast, yeah. which is so fun. Um, really, really fun and a good opportunity to like, you know, just listen to people chatting. Um, kind of not about Irish, but in Irish, if you know what I mean. Uh, really good. Would recommend listening. Uh, anyone of our listeners who's interested in that, um, definitely uh, check it out. Yeah, and I am at the moment absolutely obsessed with Owen McAvoy's latest rap, oh, yeah. all about Kieran EA. Yeah, um, it's an absolute bop, and you know Kieran is a pal, good friend. So it's cool to see uh, a young Irish poet and let's be fair, feminist icon uh, getting uh, some props in the form of a rap. That's, that, that's class. No one will ever write a rap about me, or if they do, it won't be positive. <laughs> so. I just think fair play. Let's admire that while it's there. And Owen McAvoy did Shumas Boss. Which is uh, a Which better. is class. Oh, man. Absolutely class. Yeah. So I can't wait until he has enough for a mixtape. Like, as soon as he drops yeah. his mixtape. It's over for you, bitches. So it's going to be lit. <laughs> we'll definitely look forward to those things. So, until the next time, it's a slant from me. A slant from me. Like a slant from Mind yourselves. Hey, Derek, again, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Motherfucker comes out every Friday on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Thank you very much to Headstuff for bringing the show forth amongst you all. Um, and check out the podcast studios when you are available to use to studios again. If you want to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we've got a WhatsApp number or an email address in the show notes. So please do get in touch um, and let us know your thoughts, any uh, animal related content or anything else. We love hearing from you. Thanks as ever to Brian for producing and to Kirsten Shield for the amazing artwork. And remember, no man is an island.
<laughs> we record Motherfucker on remotely.fm. If you are thinking of doing your own podcast, why not check them out? Check out the link in our show notes. Or, or don't. Or just don't do it. Don't do a podcast. Yeah, no, you know, it's, it's there aren't enough podcasts. Particularly there aren't enough podcasts. People you shitting on. <laughs> anyway, until the next time. Slon. Slon. A one man is Slon. an island. Charlie Hawhey's an island, guys. Charlie Hawhey has an island. No, he is an island now, surely. Is he an island? Is he? I don't know. He's, I don't know, he's dead. Anyway, Elon Hawhey? So. Yeah, he's dead, yeah. And that's a wrap. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Derek, do me a favour, pull your microphone closer to your face or put your face closer to your microphone. Where's my turn to be the star of the internet? <laughs>